Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. And wherever you are listening to this in the world, I thank you. I thank you for being a member of the nation. I thank you for participating in this conversation, okay? And you might not feel like you're participating. You may feel like you're participating. But I want you to get, by virtue of your sitting and listening to what I'm saying right now, you're participating, which kind of gets me right into it. Because as you know, I like to cut to the chase. And all too often I get questions from people. Sometimes it's on, you know, a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live or it's a message or an email or something from people who don't know where to start in their life. Like they don't know. They say, yeah, Gary, I, I want to unfuck my life or I want to deal with this relationship or this aspect of my finances or you name it, but I don't know where to start. I don't know. Well, try on the idea that just by listening to this podcast, you're starting. Okay. You are starting. If you think of your life like a blanket of conversation, that's where the quality of your life is happening. Your life is happening in conversation with yourself, and other people. Life change happens when you start to change those conversations. What are you talking to yourself about? What are the limitations? What are the fantasies? And the conversations with the people in your life. So, you know, all too often, and you know me by now, you guys, we get this little flurry of conversations in social media about changing your circle, right? Like associate with the people you want to be. I mean, which is a good idea, but what if the fucking people you're trying to associate with want no part of you because they're applying the same philosophy to their life? Like why the fuck would they start dealing with a bottom feeder? I'm not saying you're a bottom feeder, but if you're aspiring to something, you'd go into whatever conversational circle at the bottom. Stands to reason, right? Here's what I'm saying. I take a different approach. Stop talking about the shit that you talk about. It's not the people. It's what you're talking about. So if you're going into those, your current circle, and your conversations are about complaining why your life isn't the way it should be, gossiping about other people in the circle, explaining why you can't do this and can't do that. That's not the people in the circle. It's what those fucking people are talking about. 
So life change begins in conversation. People, you know, when they're asking me, like, I don't know where to start or where should I start, Gary, or how do I find a purpose? And, you know, it's all the rudimentary shit that gets them off the hook for actually doing something different. I don't know. Start with unfuck yourself. But many people who follow me started with stop doing that shit. Or even Wise as Fuck, which is one of the newer books. It doesn't matter where you start with your life change, you guys. It's that you start. Well, I don't know what to do. Well, I just fucking said what you should do. You must start by transforming the conversations that you're having in your life with yourself and with other people. I talked about this, I don't know, a few episodes ago. You know how fucking boring it is to hear people complain about their childhood and their parents and their, you know how fucking boring and ordinary that is? I don't care how fucking dramatic it was for you. I care for you. I just don't care for your drama. So you must start by saying, you know what? These conversations that I'm in don't serve the future that I'm up to. These conversations that I'm in don't serve the future that I'm up to. So you might start by altering the conversation that you're in with yourself. And I'm telling you, mostly what you're talking about in your future with yourself is what's not possible, what cannot be done. None of that serves you. Most of how you talk about your future are the obstacles and problems you're facing and why you can't have these things. And that's what you come to me with. Yeah, but Gary, what do you do with this situation? What do you do with that situation? Which is okay. But I'd rather you notice like, the degree to which you're in a conversation for what stops you. See, your job is to really focus on the potential of your situation, to focus on the possibilities that exist there, and to solve the problems that are in the way of that between now and fulfilling on that thing. And I know that all seems a bit abstract, but nonetheless, the principle applies. If you want to move to another city, you first come to the conclusion, you first sit there and say to yourself, I'm moving. And I'm moving by the 11th of December, 2021. That's just a random date, by the way. And that is how you do it. Pick a fucking random date. All right, now you got a job on your hands. What job? Making that date happen. That's not how people operate. How, this is how people operate. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. Oh, that's a problem. Well, I can't do that. And then after they've gone through all of that thinking, they come up with a date. And it's usually some fucking nebulous thing like early 2022. No, you start with the end. Come up with a fucking date that gets some skin in the game for you, that gets some pressure on you. Come up with a date that you don't even know how the fuck you're going to get it done by then. But you see, the date, presents you with the right problems. And it's the same with any aspect of your life, like, you know, getting your finances in order. Start with the end game. 
Look at the problems that that end game presents you with right now. Start with the end. You start with the end and confront the problems that the end presents you with. And again, that's not how people do it. People tend to start coming up with the problems right now. Like, oh, well, this is in the way and that's in the way. No, you keep your eye on the potential. You keep your eye on the possibility. You keep your eye on the end and you handle every problem between now and that end. See, I think an awful lot of people say what they want in their life. I think people, by and large, would say they want some kind of change. And I'm even including those of you that are trying to maintain something good you've got right now, because even that would be a change for you. But I think most people, if you sat them down and said, well, what would you like to be different? But I don't think many people have actually grounded themselves in that to get to the truth. One of the big things that I had to realize, this was a number of years ago, I had many wants in my life, most of which I'd forgotten why I wanted it. But the want remained. Like it hung around my life like a fucking stench. So one of the first things that I had to really deal with was kind of do this cleaning of my closets. Like, do I really want that? Like, what's that actually about, though? Is that really for me, or is that to prove some point to that kid in the 10th grade? Or to my ex? Or to that old boss of mine? Like, is that really what I want now in my life? Do I really want that? Or is that to overcome some stigma that I've gotten stuck with? So again, the starting point has to be some authentic game. Not some fucking, as we would call it in Scotland, some fusty old want of mine. No, it has to be new and clean and clear. Like I'm committed to living not only a certain kind of life, but by I'm committed to being a certain kind of human being. And again, that's another thing that gets lost in the confusion. The kind of human being you're going to have to constitute yourself as today. Today. Because as we all know, and I know this is a well-worn path that, well, it's a well-spoken about path. I don't know if it's well-worn in terms of having been fucking walked. But you'll have to be that person. You know, that fucking phrase, be the change. Yeah, like, you'll have to be that person. What person? The person who lives that life that you say you're after. And you'll have to be that person rigorously and continuously and relentlessly, even when there's little or no evidence that any of that shit even works. Because being that person actually is the game, ultimately. You know, sometimes people will say, well, I want to triple my income. I'm going to give you a little example here, right? Because this is how fucking shallow we are. You'll say, I want to triple my income. And I'll say, why? I'll say, well, you know, I just, I want to have nice things. Okay, why? And usually that's where people are stopped. They say, well, I just, I like nice things. I know what I like. I deserve them. I have standards. I blah, 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 which is all just shallow, nonsensical, 
barely thought about targets or goals for a person's life. But we'll go with the example of three times your fucking income, right? So just think right now how much you make. And then think about like three times that. Now, anybody with any experience in this life would tell you three times your income will mean three times your expenditures. But let's forget that for a moment. Let's pretend that you'll resist all of that and you'll just, you know, take the three times your income. Again, most people think, or a lot of people think, that three, four, five, ten times your income would be a major problem solver for you. And in many instances, but in many ways, it would solve a lot of problems. But you're missing the reason why you're even doing that. You see, all of that income, all of that money that you say you're after is so that you can become someone that right now you don't feel as if you can become that person. Now, again, people think it's got something to do with how you dress or where you shop or how you eat and la la la, like you can't become that person because that person is really just some fucking image you've seen on TV or in a fucking television show or a movie or, a, or you've read it in a book. But there's something more fundamental in there. If you dig away at it, like if you made three times what you make right now, who would you get to be there in that time that right now you don't feel as if you get to be that person? And that's where the work begins. Like, oh, I would get to be happy. Okay, what else? Well, if you scratch, you'll see maybe satisfied or peaceful. What you don't know is that those things, you could actually get to be those things right now. Like, what if you brought a sense of peace to your life right now? What if you brought a sense of satisfaction to what you're doing? See, then there's no struggle to get to the future, but rather this experience of being accomplished and producing results. And that every step of the way, you're actually settled with who you are. You're at peace with who you are. And you still play the big game because in the big game, there's growth, but it's not a survival game anymore. It is the game of growth. It is the game of personal growth and development, which in my view is critical to all human beings. We get fucked up by the notion that it's things outside of us that we're after. And I want you to get, if you do the thinking, you'll actually realize the thing internally that you're after. You'll see it. You'll be like, oh, shit, yeah, this is about me becoming courageous. Or this is about me becoming confident. This is about me becoming, becoming. What is that becoming? It's a day in the future when you feel like you will have turned out. The problem with the whole philosophy of that is you've got it so tied into goals that even when you accomplish it, you never fully experience it because you've got it tied into the goal. You can't see that it's what you're really after is some version of yourself. That's what you're after. You're after some version of you that right now you don't know yourself as that person. But you see, that's actually the practice. One of the greatest insights in my life was when I realized there was nowhere to get to. That all there really is is this, and that this is my opportunity. This, today, right now, is your fucking opportunity for you to be you. Not the resentful or hurt or pained or traumatized or getting there you, but the you right now that you can be. 
that you. That's the opportunity. And it's a series of opportunities that people miss because they're so desperate to be fucking somebody else. A somebody, I might add, that they never realize. This is your shot. This is your shot to be the you right now. This is where you start. By being the kind of you that's aligned with what you're after. The kind of future you that you could bring to the table right now. It's not about changing your fucking life or your geography or la, 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 la. You can do all of those things. That's fucking great. But you must get in touch with to what end? What are you out to accomplish for yourself, within yourself? So try this one on this week. Instead of your desperate search for goals, and it's okay to have goals, but taking on expressing yourself in new and unprecedented ways, even unpredictable ways, grabbing this moment to influence not only this moment, but the next and the next and the next. I'm going to take a short break. And after the break, I'm going to take a question from the nation. Remember, if you want to participate in a future show, text me. 646-450-3203. You can also call that number and leave a voicemail. Email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com or alternatively, jump onto the website, unfucknation.com. There's a little form, fill it in. I want to hear what you got to say. I want to hear what you're dealing with. And I would love your input on subjects you would like me to touch upon for future episodes. Catch you in a minute. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Thank you for being patient. This is the part of the show, as some of you know, some of you might not, where we take a question from the nation. And this is one that came in in the form of a voicemail from Sarah. And Sarah said, or rather she asked, what do you do when the issues that you're having are in the unworkable category but you're also best friends and co-parents. I'm so angry, but I'm still so invested. It's so painful, but there are so many positives in him. He's never trusted me with the truth about anything that he struggled with. This year, he's gambled away $20,000. He lied about it, and I had to convince him to admit to it. Still, he's a wonderful father, and I love him. He doesn't like talking about this issue and says he's done, but I keep catching him in lies. Granted, I'm now searching for the lies, but it doesn't feel good. Yeah. All right, Sarah, let's kind of work our way through this, okay? Because I think what Sarah's dealing with here is very similar 
to a lot of what we deal with in our daily lives, believe it or not. There's a lot of yeah buts. There's a lot of considerations. And those yeah buts and considerations that we all have, by the way, will protect you from the truth. Now, what do I mean by protect you from the truth? Well, it's not like you need protecting from the truth. You're protecting yourself from the consequences of finally admitting the truth, right? And I'm going to get into it here with you, Sarah. All right, now, I don't coach your partner in this. This isn't aimed at your partner. This is aimed at you and your logic and how you've gotten yourself into this corner, okay? There's some very kind of poignant things in here that you need to take stock of, Sarah, but there's also some harsh realities in this that you'll need to confront, okay? So you say, what do you do when the issues that you're having are in the unworkable category? Well, that's the first thing. When something's unworkable, you handle it accordingly. And I realize that in our lives, there are complications, there are layers, there are things, okay? But it's unworkable. And as long as it's unworkable, you got to get this, Sarah, it's unworkable. So as long as it's an unworkable, it is unworkable, and that is regardless. So you said you're angry, but you're still so invested, okay? You're angry at where you thought this relationship should go compared to where it now is. Again, like all people, you have got a picture in your mind of how this relationship was supposed to turn out, and it's not that way, and you're pissed off at the destruction of that expectation you had. There's that magic word, expectation of how this would turn out. So he's never trusted me with the truth about anything that he struggled with. That is, he internalizes, yes. Another word for that, by the way, is inauthenticity. So I'm dealing with something and I'm pretending I'm not. That pretense is the inauthenticity. So in other words, he's been being inauthentic with you. Fine. Very common in relationships. But in this environment of unworkability, not good. Okay. He's gambled away $20,000. He lied about it. Had to convince him to admit to it. Blah, blah, blah. And then you say, yet still he's a wonderful father and I love him. You might love him, but he is in a situation with his behavior that completely conflicts with what you're saying about him being a wonderful father. I know that might be tough for you to hear, but there's some reality for you. Like he's single-mindedly undermining his relationship with you. Now, people do this in relationships. It happens, right? It's common. Some of those people have aha moments and they wake up to something and they get their life handled or they don't. And that's the choice. It's not a choice of stop doing that and blah, blah. It's a choice of either you're going to take this on about yourself or you're not going to take it on. And here's the news for you, Sarah. Your consideration is, do I hang around in this while either A, he works this out for himself and he needs to work it out, by the way, not you, or B, and you know exactly where I'm going with this, you end it. But be left under no 
illusion here. It's one or the other. There's no middle ground. He's either dealing with himself so that he might participate in a relationship in a way that works, or he's not going to thoroughly do that. Now, another thing that you should know, Sarah, is that should you choose to stay in it, you have to embrace the notion that you're staying in a relationship or related to another who is either committed to living his life in a certain way or trying to work through that. And you have to realize that that's the situation you're buying into. Now, I have no advice for people when it comes to this thing. You got to make that choice for yourself. My only recommendation to people is you have to be fully aware of what you're stepping into. So this is a guy who has lied, who has internalized, who's been inauthentic with you. This seems like he's got a decent relationship with your kid or kids, but ultimately his kind of behavior undermines the quality of their life. How do you know that? Because it's undermining the quality of yours. Those two things can't coexist in the same space. So it's kind of like parents who are alcoholics and drug addicts. When they're not high, you hear all these stories about them being great people. When I say great, I don't mean that in a moral way. Like, you know, you're a good person. I just mean like they're great to be around. And then they engage in this other behavior. But you have to realize that you don't get to cherry pick a person. You have to make your mind up based on everything, the whole fucking deal. A big part of my being a committed father includes managing myself. And that's always a job. I mean, it's always like managing yourself, managing your own moods, hooks, triggers, like all that shit that comes with being a human being. Now, I worked on that shit for many fucking years, right? Not to get over something specific, but just to really understand myself as a human being and stop some of my negative, destructive behaviors, right? And we all have them. And you have to realize, like, you're getting the whole fucking person here, Sarah. You don't get to have the bet that you see as being this quote unquote great father, right? Because you have to look at the whole fucking picture. And he doesn't get to escape that either. Now, from his point of view, and I had a similar question a week or two ago with somebody, if he's going to do any work on himself, it has to be for himself. You can't use the leverage of what, how his behavior has impacted you or maybe impacted the kids or, you know, impacted their world. He's got to do this for himself, not to make up for some past fucking misdemeanors. He can clean up his past misdemeanors by, you know, restoring some integrity to what he did and honoring who he is. But then working on himself has to be a function of what he wants for himself in his life. Now, I know you might be still attached to this person. I know you might love this person, and I can appreciate all of that. And that's where you're going to have to start using your brain. You're going to have to start engaging with this from the level of logic. Like, what's going to have the best outcome for your life? What's going to have the best outcome from your children's life? Right? I mean, and I don't know, by the way, if your partner is engaging with any kind of personal development work or seeing a therapist or, you know, whatever he's doing. But I do know this, that when people are engaging in the kind of behaviors that are completely unworkable in a relationship, and they say stuff like, I'm not going to do that again, I don't believe it. And I don't believe it with good cause, unless they do the work on themselves. 
because there's no basis for the promise. It's just a promise based in feelings, which is all over the fucking place. As soon as you get, you know, a couple of glasses of wine or temptation or whatever in their way, out that shit comes. Unless they've done the work on themselves. So your choice is all in or all out and nothing in between. There's no pause. You're either all in or you're all out. And if you are all in, you're all in on the whole thing. What he's dealing with, how he's dealing with it, the impact on you, the impact on them, that would then be your choice. So you've given up your right to just continually fucking throw him under the bus for your choice. If you're all out, you're all out. You acknowledge it to him. You say, look, I love you. We were building something, but I'm unwilling to proceed. That's it. Regardless of my feelings, I'm unwilling to proceed. Now, there might be something in this for you too, Sarah, though, in terms of doing work on yourself. Like what you don't want to leave yourself with is some subconscious belief getting verified. Some belief like you can't have love or you won't have love in your life or you've got to do the work, right, with that sort of stuff, which again, I went into in great detail and stop doing that shit and uncovering your own subconscious beliefs. You want to make sure you're fully at the source of that shit, Sarah, okay? And this is really for everybody to get. It can be very painful in life to deal with situations that are unworkable. It can be very painful. And it's unworkable. When things don't work, the pain is just a temporary consequence of that unworkability. You have to work your way through the pain. You have to make good, solid choices that are grounded in integrity and connected to your values and start creating the life that you're after. Not everybody's going to play life the way you want them to play it. That's okay. But that doesn't mean to say you give it up and surrender to something you don't want. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Have a great week. I'll see you on the flip side.